What's up, guys? Happy July 4th, the July 4th special. It's a 1,000 degrees everywhere in the country, it seems like, at least on the south and the southeast side. Right now, I think I looked at the thermostat over here. It was like 85 degrees last I checked, and it actually feels pretty nice because it's like 109-degree heat index outside. I looked this morning, and I think it said it was 74 degrees. Feels like 98 out here in North Carolina. So we're sitting here in the air conditioning today. And of course, we got to thank TSR Racing Products. Check them out for your Power Glides, Turbo 350s, Turbo 400s, and 727 transmission parts. BRG 3D printed parts, anything else you need that you can't get from someone else, Brian Garrett can always come up with it for you. He can 3D print everything out of those high density polymers and plastics and get it right over to you. Syntex printing out there in Temple, Texas for your stickers, banners, apparel, brochures, etc. Check them out at Syntex Printing and get all that handled. Driven Racing Oil, the best racing oil hands down for methanol burning engines. Keeps all the moisture outside of the oil and doesn't take it in like other conventional type oils. Use the code GBR10, get yourself 10% off your order. Proform Parts, visit ProformParts.com for your carburetors, alternators, starters, radiators, distributors, tools, and much, much more. And of course, Crew Chief Pro Software which you'd be really wanting to use today if you were racing and it was 100-something degrees. It seems like it had crazy weather this weekend, George, but visit crewchiefpro.com and get your dial-ins and weather predictions all dialed in. I'll just say it again. Amen. But, George, how's the fourth been for you, man? And yeah, you know, I've been up since about 5 in the morning. I, I lit a fire and and got some oak and pecan wood settled uh, settled next to the smoker to go ahead and do a brisket. I do one just about every year. Uh, no, you may not have my address because you ain't getting none. <laughs> Casey, if you want to come to Texas, you can have some. I'm just kidding. Hey. But uh, <laughs> going to have a good old brisket uh, and uh, a few friends coming over here in about the next hour to uh, celebrate the 4th. Might pop off a few fireworks off of that after that. But uh I wanted to piggyback off what you were saying about Crew Chief Pro. I mean to tell you, last time I went out, um, well, let's just say the time before that, Mo was running 594. <laughs> yeah, this time I went out, it ran 605. So what does that tell you? tells you that it was hot. Okay, it was, yep. it was nasty out. Oh, Crew Chief Pro absolutely nailed it. If I'd have dialed it next to Crew Chief Pro, I was 004, I'd have been dead on one. So I'd have had a five-pack if I'd have dialed it. Um, but that Coochie Pro put it definitely, I can't say enough about that program. It is a great benchmark, especially if you're coming just fresh off the trailer. You know, uh, I, I get a little agitated when I don't have a time run and I would probably be agitated if I didn't have one every time I go drag racing, but to have, to have Coochie Pro software alongside it, uh, I, I think it would make it a little bit easier for me to bear. I'm, I'm at least a little bit better equipped, um, uh, to take care of that. So. Oh man, the fourth's been good. It it was a um a heck of a weekend, if I might say so myself, dude, uh last week. Uh Motormania was everywhere. I think you could watch just about any race you wanted to. Um and um and so I done quite a bit of watching. What about you? Yeah, I did the same thing, man. I've I've just been doing maintenance on the car, been spending some time with the family while I got this time off, um, for the fourth and everything and you know, two mega races with the SFG 1.1 million up in Michigan, and then a huge, huge, huge turnout at the 17th annual World Footbreak Challenge, which is essentially the OG million of footbreakers. Again, I said 17th annual. This race has been going on a long time. It's one of the best racetracks in the entire country. Uh, Peter Biondo's race there last year had over 600 entries at a top ball brace you know and that's something that's something to be said too george like just right off the bat this was a foot brake only race this wasn't even like a oh it's a bottom ball you know let go of a button race this is a foot brake only race and there's a lot of these bottom bulbers that do leave off the button but 713 foot brake cars come to this race man so what does that say about foot brake racing in the country right now that's a great question. And guys, uh, I, I, we'd love to see your answers as well. So go ahead and leave them in the chat. It is our normal open discussion. As anytime we get on here, we try to interact with your guys' chats and what's going on, Tyler Stein. I see you out there. And Ashley Allen, she's saying it's 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 like a torch there close to Galak, Casey. So that's in your neck yeah. of the woods. And she's saying it's pretty hot. So um, yep. 98 in Iowa Park, Texas. Kevin Grider, what's going on? Cody Newman in the house out of the good old Canada. 
welcome into the show. But man, um, Casey, the the health, the the status, the 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 pulse, whatever you want to call it, when you use the subject of footbreakers, obviously, after watching the World Footbreak Challenge, it is very steady and very strong. Racers showed up from everywhere, and I'm I know we're gonna touch on this more, uh, Casey, but. The mountain is undefeated, bro. It, the, Bristol is undefeated, and I don't know. I don't think I don't want to give all credit to just this race being hosted at the probably, even though I've never been there. If pictures make that track look beautiful, well, everybody, there's that saying: pictures don't do it any justice. I'm pretty sure that's the case when it comes to that racetrack out there in Bristol. So, not taking anything from old Colberg, because you know good and well. That uh, old, old Big Jed, he has an understanding of what it means to be a promoter. So um, there's a few, few good, few different elements going on there to get all those foot records to show up, is what I think, Casey. Um, yeah, Big man, Jed, I think. Of- right, no, I 100% agree with you on that. Not to mention, it's been a long-standing race, and it's got the history of every, you know, everything's always been taken care of. Everything's 100% guaranteed. Um, you know, and I, I pulled the flyer up right here because I wanted, you know, I don't pay much attention to foot brake stuff like I should, but I do pay attention to WFC and Colbert promotions races with the Labor Day 250 K also. Um, and so this race on the flyer, the way that it stood and, and they added a ton of money, the purse after all these people showed up, but you can see why so many people showed up because it's $450. If you, if you pre-enter the race, $450 for three fifteen granders. And you're like, oh, 315 granders. Well, that's not an insane amount of money. First of all, it is a lot of money for a footbreaker, typically, who's racing for one or $2,000 every weekend. But what I see here, and this is the only race that I've ever seen paid this early, second round win, meaning as soon as you show up in third round, you're already getting round money. Nice. You know, and, and that's what I, that round money means a lot to footbreaker racers, I feel like, because, you know, it's not so much like this anymore. But a lot of your foot brake racers are more of your budget-minded type racer. That a lot of those cars show up. They don't. They don't have stacker trailers and motorhomes. A lot of them have a regular pickup truck that they drive every day, and an open trailer and an older door car. Uh, you know, and maybe they run. Maybe they run top and bottom or both. You know, and and now the foot brake racing's picking up. You see a lot of more high-end foot brake cars than you used to, but the vast majority of them are more budget-minded, and whenever you can start getting some money back and raced at bristol like if you just look at this right now 450 dollars entry fee let's say you get lucky and you don't have to buy it back but let's also say you lose third round every single day and you just hit the roadblock a third round you still take back 150 dollars. so you just raced at one of the nicest drag strips in the entire country and one of the prettiest areas of the whole country right in the blue ridge mountains and everything for uh 300 bucks you know and you and that's three days worth of racing you get to see people race that that you you know may never see people you watch on motor mania are all there uh and then on top of it like i said man they made uh these you know they had weather happen and that's why it ended up the race taylor bowling one uh sunday which was about monday morning i'm sure but yeah, uh sure. that was fifty thousand to win because he had made it 225 granders versus 150 or versus uh 315s because there were so many people there they gave it all back to the racers and that's something that also needs to be talked about the fact that they didn't put the money in their pockets they gave the money back to the people who made it possible for them to even have the opportunity to have the money definitely definitely a a way to make sure your customer is going to continue to come back to you um you you put it back into the race or the race will put it back in your wallet as well i know i'm not speaking for myself there uh, it feels good to be able to show up to these races, number one, and have some round money in the mix. Um, but real quick, before we get moving too far, I'm going to come back to Kevin Grider's uh, comment here in a, me- a minute, Casey. Don't let me forget we're talking about WFC. I'm going to throw out a little bit of a um, little bit of clerical work here. We got the Dale Pillage race coming up out there and uh, over close to Baton Rouge. Uh, there's three tens going on for that race. Uh, would like to see maximum participation, if at all possible, with that $400 weekend entry. Uh, looks like there's a little bit of love happening for the bottom, but no, the no boxers as well. So uh, five grand to win each day. That's definitely a, uh, a race uh, coming up in uh, close to Thanksgiving time. So if you guys are going to do some traveling, wanting to find a race to go to, hey, man, uh, give, give old CP Promotions a, a look. 
coming back uh, with another haymaker <laughs> is the best way that I can describe what TV promotions has been doing. Um, the the pre-entry is open for the Kill Care race, the 50s. Um, looks like there's 150, I'm sorry, a 25, a 50, and a 25, and you know they're going to warm up somehow. Um, so uh, looking at that flyer, looks like it's a 10,000 to win warm-up, 150 bucks to enter. Keep in mind, guys, only 375 top bub entries are going to be sold at this, and I promise you it's going to sell out. So don't drag your feet getting into this race. If you're in the area, if you're wanting to do some racing, looks like it's August 17th through the 20th. Um, jump on board with OTB Promotions. And last but not least, if I can get the flyer to come up on the screen, my good boys over at Central Illinois Dragway. They had to postpone one of those uh, lucky sevens. The weather blew through Illinois, and I want to tell you, there's trees down and buildings blown across. So if you're out there in Illinois, um, prayers and thoughts are going out to you guys, and hopefully you're getting their electric back and uh, getting to move on, uh, get, getting to cut them trees down. I know you're pretty, and you're probably not looking forward to to the cleanup, but give give that old mid state lucky bracket seven, the lucky sevens bracket series a look. Uh, because it's definitely awesome. Casey, man, I'm sorry I had to go off on a tangent, but I thought it was oh, time man. to go ahead and plug some race. Hey, whenever there's some good races going on, we definitely have to shout them out. That's what GBR is all about, and get people out to these races, keep our tracks open, keep our promoters going, and, and you know, ultimately, it's a big circle here, man. Racers want to race. If there's no track, you can't race, and if there's no racers, you can't race. So yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, everything works hand in hand, but I did have... But so Drag Racer 48 over 9 over here in the YouTube chat just read my mind because what I was going to get at next was he says they need to start paying earlier like Jed does. And that was something I wanted to talk about uh, and I wanted to get your opinion on and everybody else's opinion in the chat if they have one. Uh, by all means, put it in there. But do promoters need to take the structure more so as, you know, not, you know, I guess it would be round money, but paying back earlier, not being so top heavy, keeping that money pushed back further. That's why I think Tyler and Brian were so successful with their race earlier this year. They didn't put all that extra money on top of that hundred K shootout um, or whatever it was, where it was 64 car shootout turned into 128. Yep. They pushed it all back. So everybody got a good payday because it got me thinking back in the day, I'm not really a circle track fan. Maybe some people are on here whenever, uh, whenever Dale Earnhardt, uh, died. I think NASCAR kind of died with him. But the fact of the matter is, is back in the day, NASCAR drivers, there were a lot of people that they called starting parks. And the reason that is, is because you would get money. Once you qualified, you already, you already get money for starting the race and running so many laps and they just load them up and go home type thing. Uh, you know, there's a lot involved with all that. I'm not saying you should get money as soon as you show up to the track, but I'm just sure. saying like, if you do get to third round, you know, a lot of times you got to get to fifth or sixth round to start getting money at an average event. Right. So if you're pushing more money back to the racers where, you know, maybe it costs you, let's just say regular numbers. Let's say just, you know, just for the sake of being easy, let's say it costs you a hundred dollars to go race. If you can get to third round and you can get 50 of those dollars back, that just is only that's half as expensive so in theory if you do that all year you race for either half the amount of money or you can race twice as much for the same amount of money so it does keep people coming to the track in the long run it's a true statement it's always it's going to do exactly that that 50 dollars goes a long way to go back into your program in the first place or your gas tank whatever the case and it always feels good to cash a check that you won in your race car i don't care what that check's for I mean, I think I kept one. The first check I ever won, I just kept the check. I didn't even cash it. I framed it. So, yeah, you won a check. Good job, George. Yeah. So it's in a box somewhere. I can't remember where. But it's just that, man. And I'm going to be honest with you. I can't sit here and talk about round money without talking about round money on steroids, which, in my opinion, SFG has all but revamped what round money even looks like, in my opinion. Okay. Fit $500 to win third round. Okay, Casey, we just got done talking about if you can go to third round without having to buy back every single day, that's $1,500 right there. Just right off the rip. That goes a long way to get you back in the green 
or even put some money in your pocket before you even left SFG race. So definitely, if we're going to talk about round money, I would love to see some of these bigger races follow that format as far as for putting $500 out there. I know it's hard to do. It might, it might be hard to do. SFG made it look easy, right? But round money, Casey, we've been preaching about round money for a long time. You guys know it. I see it in the chat everywhere I'm looking. Round money, it's 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 that, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what what else you got over there on YouTube? I see the chat blowing up pretty good on YouTube. They're having a nice old conversation in there. Well, super comp, there's a lot of uh, a lot of talk about SFG, it looks like over here about uh, you know, people saying it it shouldn't be called a million and then it's like Danny said, Well, the OG millions called a million and it hadn't paid a million. Um I saw Danny Hoff up there at uh, SFG. I yeah. uh, was hoping that uh, I was hoping that he was going to go pretty deep. I wonder if he had the AC on up there. But yeah, uh, Supercop says, why do you think the car count was so low up there if it was such a good race? Yeah. Um, now, again, and we've we've talked about this a little bit, Casey, the, the 50s, the races leading up to the million. Well, that those were regular old good attended races okay the mm -hmm. entry fee was good for the average joe still you run like i said you're running for 500 dollars round money now don't get me wrong the million had a thousand dollar round money right but you're running for 500 dollars round money you you're still going to have the ability to race with that being said i think the reason that the 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 uh, participation in the million itself was a little bit lower than what sfg would be used to uh, number one, area. Number one, first and foremost. Number two, SFG has million 2.0 coming up in Bradenton. So there's going to be a lot of people who are going to look at this race and say, well, do I want to go to Michigan <laughs> or do I want to go to Florida and be in Bradenton and be on a beach and take my family with me as a vacation over Christ close to Christmas, you know? So I think that that those those are definitely some of the reasons that the race was not as traveled as what we would have expected for an sfg event i also think that it was a little expensive on a lot of people this time of year so uh, right um that's uh well it's like it's like uh right there on our facebook page uh a couple of my buddies out here uh one one of my buddies sean carpenter he goes he went to that race i believe last year um well, he had to go last year because this comment wouldn't make sense otherwise. But anyway, uh, Brent Alford, one of our, you know, our circle of buddies out here of racers, Brent asked Sean, he said, he said, Sean, I thought you'd be up there. Why'd you not go up there? And he said, man, he's like, Michigan's just so far. He said last year it took him $1,900 to get there and back and run his generator in his motorhome. So that's just diesel fuel costs. You're not talking about entering the race, uh, you know, food any of that stuff taking off work all that like i mean it's just it's a long way man and it's a long way from a lot of the racers a lot of the racers that travel and go to all these major races most of them are in this south to southeastern area of the united states man it's it's a long way to go all the way up to basically canada yeah i, I don't disagree man and and that was that we talked about that a little bit too casey and 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 through the grapevine, we did we we noticed that there weren't very many Canadian racers at this race this year, uh, which was a little different as well. So, I mean, it is what it is in my opinion. I think that race went off well. I enjoyed watching every second of it. Big time shout out to the Laster family for showing up and and taking that four that three seventy dragster that y'all got because I know that thing has turned way back. All right, so. Uh, taking that did a monstrous wheelie six round. Yeah, man, you can talk about that. Hey, I I jumped out my seat, so I can't imagine what Travis was doing inside the seat. Anyway, he probably just brushed it off. Oh, you doing it to me, huh, girl? Brought it right on back into the groove, you know? Shake it on right back down the track, and then turn on the wind light, okay? So definitely, uh, definitely big. Reading here, back at it racing. Canadian dollar is in a bad shape. It's been like that. A while. That's, so I think the exchange rate. Human, I believe. It, okay, I got you. It, I, maybe the exchange exchange rate could have had a little bit of an issue on why some of the Canadian racers didn't show up. You know, I didn't even see Bracket Life brand out there. Normally, I would see. You know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man, it's uh, Danny has a good comment in here, too, and he's somebody who was there. He says, I think the car count was down because of the $3,000 entry fee. You can't say mo so much say the area was wide because he's had 700 cars there before. But, yes, I agree. If people were on the fence, they would choose Florida around Christmas time whenever it's the only place to race. So it's, it's right. I agree with that 100%. Um, it's, it's right. But you – you asked a good question, George. Uh, whenever we first, whenever they first announced at the WFC, there were so many cars there. Whenever there was over 700 cars there, you said, man, you said, why does Bristol keep having record crowds no matter who promotes there? What is it about Bristol? And it's kind of what I was saying earlier, man. It's one of the prettiest places in the country to go. It's literally like, it's. I think it's another hour to like Sevierville and then Pigeon Forge is next and then Gatlinburg is next. Like, three of the major tourist attractions in the whole United States. Sevierville, I think, has a NASCAR speed park there, so you can take your kids there and ride go-karts all day for like 50 bucks. Um, it's a lot easier to convince your wife to go racing in Bristol for an entire week if you can bring the entire family with you and you can race three days and take the other four days for family vacation, and you don't have to go very far. Like, if you have... If you're a person that has the ability to have either a stacker trailer or have even a gooseneck trailer where you could put a door car in and you could put your wife's car behind it or something in the trailer, well, I guess if you have a gooseneck trailer, you got your truck anyway. Right. So you can leave the trailer there, go on vacation. If you lose out, say, in third round, you take your $50 round money, go buy some food with it, and go on to wherever you're going and come back the next day. Uh, because, like I said, it's only an hour down the road. Like, you can legitimately get there, go do something all day, and come back and race the next day. The, the you know, it's not. I think go the, ahead. the beautiful part about it all, you can do all of that if you're able to pry yourself out of the gate of that racetrack. That's how pretty that place <laughs> looks. I, I think I would just prefer uh, a koozie and a, a pawpaw soda and, and just to cruise around the pits on the golf cart. Honestly, that track is beautiful. Obviously, at the same time, everybody else knows that because they're going. Does does uh, Pete Biondo have another Bristol race coming up? Yeah, and he turned it into only single entry because he had so many cars there last year, so it's only single entry this year. It's like Shane Carr said. He, they announced that right on the show, and Shane said, yeah, it's almost a real race now. Shane wants it to be single entry, no buybacks like it was back in the day. Yeah. But uh, which, by the way, he won one of those races. You he see did. that? He, he, he pulled one of them fifties off, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm I think gonna so. go back to Kevin Grider's post too. I think Kevin Pollard might have won one of them. Packed his stuff up and went to WFC and probably kicked him in the yeah. mouth for a little bit too. So yep. he was like, he "All right, I'm just gonna make this happen. We gone from Michigan yep. all the way up, all the way down on Tennessee. You know what I mean? Do you think uh, talking about? what we were just saying with the whole Bristol scenario, do you think that more promoters, it might be time for them to take more so into account with these mega events, what is around, like what is around so people will turn it into a family vacation and plan on going, uh, you know, just like, just like in the beginning of the year, like everybody with a, with a younger family does, they're like, okay, we're mom and dad are going to take vacation at this time when kids are out of school, we're going to go do this. Do you think that promoters need to take that into account? Uh, as to where they're having their races and when they are, because if you get the whole family to go, you know, that's better. Everybody, everybody is more likely to be able to go then. I agree 100%. You, 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 you get the ability then to also kill two birds and one stone. Um, most anybody who's, I would think most anybody who's married to a drag racer or somewhat close to a drag racing family enjoys being at the racetrack as it is. So you get to have fun in multiple ways racetrack here on this day like you said um head over to wherever you're going on the next i feel like that trend began maybe a while ago people i think they've promoters have been really looking at that for a while because we've asked the question on this show multiple times casey about what goes into picking where to race as a promoter what are your thoughts and it's it, seemingly it's becoming more than just the management of said track the surrounding area is definitely becoming at least a part of why you pick for instance gateway og million coming to gateway don't be shocked everybody you're hearing it here on, on going bracket racing don't be shocked if they set another record on how many entries are at are, are at the arch watch it's gonna happen 
it's a beautiful track. There's a lot of things to do. You're about 15 minutes away from casinos and good eats. And heck, Casey, we rode motorcycles through all up and down through there. So we know exactly what's there, you know, and so does everybody else. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, Tom Tom Grooms. Yeah, get it, get it. I see it. I was, I was gonna say, Tom Grooms over here in the YouTube chat says, "Where else are you gonna race in late June? It's way too hot everywhere in the southeast." That's a good point too. I don't know what the temperature was in Bristol. Um, you know, I didn't look into all that stuff. I haven't talked to anybody that was there yet, but uh, that is true. I would expect it to be cooler up there. Even if it was hot, it's still cooler up there than it is down here. I guarantee you, it's not 109 in Bristol right now like it is in my house. Right, right. And I'm trying to figure out if he's talking about the WFC or if he's actually talking about SFG That's going to 131. Yeah, that um, could be true also. Honestly, again, I think that race went well, personally. I do. I feel like that that was a very well-ran race. The race, you know, as as most all SFG events, they happen so quick. If you blink, the thing's over, you know. Um, and I feel like that, you know, SFG's good. They're going to be good wherever they go. On top of that, if you're racing for a million dollars, I don't care if it's 100 degrees outside. I'm going to figure out a way, if I'm entered into that, to keep myself cool or just suffer all the way through it. Give me a whole gallon of pickle juice like I always do so I don't cramp up the whole doggone day and and stay hydrated, you know. Um, but it is an excellent point. Uh, for instance, here in Texas, where am I going to go to race in 100-degree weather? Uh, right here on Roblox bracket racing on my computer because i'm not i'm not just going to be willingly i'm not just going to want to go to the racetrack in 100 degree weather that that's kind of brutal you know um so it's tough man especially if you have a uh like a pro stock style chassis door car because the windows don't roll down and man those cars get hot I, i'm telling you like it it gets miserable in those type of cars at least in the nova my nova's not so bad man because you you can roll both windows Uh oh, Casey, pausing on me. Hold on, everybody. Let's see if he comes back. He's a he's. A, uh, 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 uh. All right, while we're waiting, hang on in there, guys. We're gonna go ahead and take this moment to uh, give a mo give a little bit of time to our marketing partners. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to you. TSR Racing Products has everything you need to make your Powerglide Turbo 350, Turbo 400, and 727 transmissions the best they can be on the street or at the track. With exceptional products, customer service, and over 30 years of experience, TSR Racing Products is always available to help their customers with any of their transmission needs. In-house machining ensures you only receive the best products from TSR Racing. Visit TSR Racing Products at tsr-racing.com or give them a call at 800-394. 5889 BRG Motorsports 3D printed racing parts are able to provide you with whatever you desire to enhance your drag racing operation. Items like safety belt magnets, nitrous bottle holder, and even quick release delay box mounts are able to be obtained from BRG Motorsports 3D printer racing parts. Have a look at top selling items such as helmet hooks and steering wheel hooks, which are proven to make it easier to maneuver throughout your race car. You can contact BRG Motorsports 3D printer racing parts at telephone number 765 729 11 Hey y'all, my name is Tierra, and a little thing that I love about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Chicken Biscuit is that it has the perfect amount of spice to jumpstart my day. I just love how the biscuit just matches perfectly with the spice on the chicken filet. Whoever thought of it, thank you so much. 7-7. Seven, seven. Innovation never sleeps at Proform, and we're making our popular Black Race Series carburetors even better by adding new features that will set them apart from the competition. Some of the newest features include a newly designed main body with contoured Venturas for better airflow and a new inside and outside two-step down leg boosters for increased atomization and better throttle response. Also, newly designed fuel bowls with increased internal baffling for better fuel control and a lower fuel ramp for reduced turbulence. There are also some new upgrades to point out. 
The fuel bowls now both include nitrofill floats, and the throttle base plate now has slab shafts for better airflow. These new features combine with a fully adjustable high-flow main body with screw-in air bleeds, billet metering blocks, high-performance billet throttle base plate, and aluminum fuel bowls with sight glass windows makes for a great street strip carburetor that packs a punch. All right, all right, welcome back, welcome back. We are still in the midst of solving a internet outage over at Casey's house. Um, he just froze up on us, as you all saw, and um, we should get him back here in just a moment, hopefully. If not, we're just going to roll right on through. I'm going to play with some, uh, some chat questions. I can see Casey coming in and out right now. He might be back connected up. It. I connected it to my phone. Uh -oh. So I don't know how good this is going to work, but I told you all it's hot out here right now, man. So I don't know if that's affecting what's going on right now with, with the internet or what, but I got it. I got my phone on a hot spot right now. So hopefully this will work out. Hey, but, so, so far, so good, big dog. We're back at it. Yeah. So and, uh, thanks. How far did I get before my, uh, before my internet, uh, kicked off? I can't, I can't answer that question yet. Give me a second while I run through this, I'm going to multitask my way through the, the wonderful marketing partners that help us out here at Going Bracket Racing, Crew Chief Pro, Proform Parts, BRG Motorsports 3D Printed Parts, TSR Racing Transmissions, Ken Jones Performance, Driven Racing Oil, Syntex Printing, Team 14 Motorsports, and your ad here. Those guys are awesome, by the way. If you need to get, an, I'm telling you, they, they provide the best customer service at your ad here that you'll find on the internet, I promise you. Get a hold of those guys at 1-800-GOING-BRACKET-RACING. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's not our telephone. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show. Casey, man, uh, we were we were, we were were really talking about the weather. We got into that pretty good, blowing through good. You know, it being so hot around in certain areas yeah. and races and stuff like that. So that means that – so basically it cut off right before I was getting on my next my next subject. It was something that I really wanted to shout out was the pit coverage that they had at WFC. I don't know if you got to see any of that, but uh, Cade Caulfield, I believe, is his name. I think he's he must be Jed's nephew or something. He's he got to be close to Big Jed because he sounds just like Jed as far as his mannerisms and whatnot. But uh, Cade walking around in the pits interviewing people, uh, getting uh, giving some shirts out, giving some hats out. I know Jake was in the lanes talking to some people. Uh, I just feel like we have so many, like we have a televised major race every single week. Like this week, we had two major televised races. Why do more people not understand that this is really what makes the race? Like all you got to do is if there's oil down, you got an announcer there. If you happen to, if you're lucky enough to have one, maybe send the announcer out and get him to talk to some people, get those people out uh, get their personalities out. I mean, bracket racing is comprised of people who have tons and tons of money and can be heads up racers if they wanted to people who have little to nothing. And they're just trying to get by to go racing, sleeping in tents beside their car, people showing up in stacker trailers and a whole bunch of people in the middle, man. But there are so many different personalities at a bracket race. There's a lot of entertainment value right there. And if we're already televising it, it doesn't cost you anything else to run out there and talk to somebody real quick. I thought it was really cool. I, it was. That co that coverage was excellent, number one. Um, Motormania always does a great job in the area of coverage. I don't know if they were recording some of those things or if, if who you, uh, I think you said Caulfield was the kid's last name, mm -hmm. if he was actually recording them and just giving them to Motormania to play or what was happening there. But the the coverage was excellent in the pits i think i even saw I, i'm not 100 percent for sure if it was big jed's father but i saw jake hodge interviewing i think big jed's father you know so that's never you never really get a chance to do something like that where he's all he's he's happy for what jj's doing out there getting to live his dream out on a racetrack uh at his dad's event things of that nature so big jed you no thanks needed for us to show you the love, big guy, man. You you deserve the love, man. So keep up the good work. And, um, man, that was a heck of a race. I'm not even a footbreaker, Casey. But I promise, I got... Makes you want to go, doesn't it? Even kidding, I got in the truck, and I'm like, man, let me see if I could just act like I'm swapping feet <laughs> or something. I think I could pull it off, at least to some extent. You you going to mess around see me out there with y'all on the mountain, uh, Jed. That's all I got. I'm say. going. 
I'm going one day, man. I just need to I need to get some more practice in on the foot brake racing because I'll tell you what, well, I mean, Taylor Bowling wins the final twelve total in a foot brake car. So I mean, come on, guys, like it's there's there's no room for you to just show up there and hope for the best type thing. You gotta be on your game, but all you gotta do is get to third round and you get some of that money back anyway. So it's uh, you know, you can luck your way through the first few rounds, but I don't think once you get to about fourth or fifth, there's no more luck going to win you any rounds anymore. It's got to be skill. Yeah, but, I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just a, a big group of really good racers. Um, and uh, on that type of a stage, you're going to bring out the best of everybody there in the first place. So uh, either you're going to come with it or you're going to load your trailer back up and, and head home. I think I might even ask you this, Casey, and it's kind of off subject, but... With the WFC, man, how many open trailers do you think actually pulled into the lots there? Because, like you said, that is more of a race that is, should I say, it's going to it's going to attract the, not less fortunate, but, you know, the different level of guys. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I love about it. I do. I love that. Because you're, you're appealing to a crowd that doesn't, readily get the ability to have races like this i get to talk with kevin grider longtime follower going bracket racing and uh if you're not a long-time follower make sure you hit that follow and subscribe button but we talk all the time about how at some of these races there's just a little bit of a, a kind of a little stipend for the no boxers or the bottom bulbers and nobody really shows all the time this level of love to to um to the bottom bulbers i just got a funny sound go across here I'm, am I still on online, Casey? Can you? Yeah, hear me? I see. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see what it is. John Budakowski, thanks for the 200 stars, brother. Thanks for sending some stars over here, Casey. We we don't ever get stars, but uh, that's yeah. pretty neat. That's like a tip right there, big dog. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely. Give me your address if you don't have any going bracket racing stickers. I'll be sure to get some out to the mail for you. But um, yes, sir. Yeah, Casey, dude, it's it's definitely. I'm very happy that all. All crowds are beginning to be focused on and not just the upper crowd. Um, you know, the ones who can who can run for the big money like that. I'm proud of right. that. Right. And I think there's so many uh that's what the WFC has stayed true to what they always have been. They they are the biggest footbrake race. Uh well, the Labor Day two fifty K I believe is the biggest footbrake race in history, but the fact of the matter is, is that there's plenty of these mega money races and the footbreak, the world footbreak challenge is it's not, it's not what it is because of the money it pays. It It's what it is because of the history and because it stayed true to what it was. It's an affordable race that does pay good money, but it pays back money. If they didn't pay all that early round money, that race could be 20, 25,000 to win. Uh, you know, but they don't want it to be that. They want it to be a race where everybody wants to go to, have a good time. If you uh, if you have to buy back, they give you a whole bunch of ice cream sandwiches or whatever. Right. I saw I that. Mean, it's, <laughs> it's just a good time. It's meant to. And that is one thing that I think, uh, as far as foot breakers go, I don't know how often. Like, obviously, I'm real good buddies with Dylan Champion. He's a foot breaker, and he's introduced me to a lot of foot breakers. I never have hung out in the lanes for foot break or bottom bulb stuff because I've always been a top bulb guy. Um, and so is my dad. But I've noticed that the foot brake lanes are a lot more fun to hang out in. Everybody's having a good time. It's not so serious. Um, I don't know if that's because you don't have to invest quite the amount of money if you don't want to in that type of stuff or what the deal is. But it seems like it seems like to me the foot breakers are having fun when they're racing. And that's not quite the case a lot of times whenever you're in the top bulb lanes. And I can say that for sure because – I've been in the top bulb lanes my entire life. So, so you know, I'm, I'm as actually, a racer and as a kid. I'm going to pull this, and that, that was an excellent uh, statement there. I haven't really noticed it myself. Uh, ever since we started doing going bracket racing, I do try my best to move around instead of stay at the trailer. So I'll watch all the juniors. I'll watch the street classes. I'm out there taking pictures, doing something. And you are right. The, 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 uh, the aura that you get from the no box or bottom bulb pits is a little bit different. It's not so, it's not always stuffy in top bulb, but you get into like little groups and people are kind of conversating on what they're about to do on the racetrack a little bit more. So um, definitely I'm going to take this comment though. Cause I think it's, I feel like it's relevant uh, from Sean Pinkerton saying that SFG has catered to a select crowd. 
they got away from their mission statement of grassroots racers. The promoter that haven't forgotten the grassroots racers continue to draw very respectable car counts and take care of all their racers. I feel like there's a double-edged sword to that comment. I feel like he's he's in trouble one way, he's in, and then the other way, he you know, as as a promoter, he he doesn't have the ability to just do everything. You have to appeal one way or you don't, right? So, I, where on the same breath, I do think with a three thousand dollar entry, that was a little unorthodox for a SFG event. I feel like it probably had to happen. I feel like there's definitely some strategy behind why it happened. But Casey, we talked about this behind stage, and then we're gonna I'm gonna go back to why WFC is so popular at this point. It's because the big money bracket races, minus a few now, minus a few, I feel like TBs are pretty tense trend setting. Um on the bigger scale of things, uh I feel like, you know, he he has a a different outlook on his race and the success of a race but these other big races are beginning to blend together and it's becoming a where what do you pick why do you pick it has is almost irrelevant because all the races look exactly the same now what are your thoughts mm -hmm. on that yeah man it's uh you know at, it's to the point there's see there's so many of them now that pretty much it's First of all, they're all in competition with one another with a very small group of people that has the ability to buy the entry fee. Uh, but second of all, first thing, if I'm going to go to a big money race, the very first thing that I'm going to think about is which one's closest to me. That's number one. Number two, is there one, for example, there's a lot of big money races that happen at Galat every year. If I'm going to go to a big money race, I'm just going to go to the ones over there because it's 15 or well, it's 30 minutes from my house or something like that. And I can sleep at my own house at night. And I just think that I think this mega money stuff has gotten out of control, man. That's not what bracket racing is about. Bracket racing was originally invented because people couldn't afford to class or heads up race. And it's getting to the point again, where now everybody thinks they need to race for so much money or they need to, you know, it's, it's just crazy anymore. And it's, there's a lot of guys out here bracket racing right now that could afford to heads up race if they wanted to. And it's, you know, it's to each his own. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not a hater of capitalism by far, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that this insane amount of money is hurting the rest of the sport while it's bringing up another end of the sport, in my opinion. So it's kind of a love hate relationship, I guess. Maybe it has to happen. You kind of go up and down and up and down. And that's kind of how we are able to stabilize ride the wave. It's probably just ride the wave up, ride it back down. Danny Hoff has an excellent point as well, though. $999, yes, that's a lot of money to some, you know. Um, I, I would save up probably most of the year to afford a race that cost me $999, uh, $99 to enter. But the upside to that entry fee, $150,000 up for grabs in three days worth of racing, $500 worth of round money, and he's saying, what else do people want? And if we know any other promoter company that is 900 for 130000 and $250 around money. So, as I stated before, his 50s, Kyle Riley's 50s, SFG's 50s at the million-dollar race. If, if, every, if it would be possible for every single big-money race to structure their smaller races like that, Bracket racing gonna be in a good spot because everybody can, you can't, not everybody can afford it, but you can attempt a thousand. I can't do that. Three thousand dollars is two of my house payments, big dog. Let me just keep it real. That's two. Yeah. I'm not trying to have to sleep outside on the couch because right. through the couch outside and say you go with right. it. All right. So yeah. there's there's a little bit of strategy there. Um, I'm definitely all in about the uh, the fifties. That that's just spot on. That's the his fifty his his round money on steroids needs to spread like wildfire in my opinion. Yeah, uh, personally, I'd rather see I'd rather see it be a twenty five and two fifty round money and cut the entry fee in half. I would I think you would get a lot more participation at that level because now you're talking five hundred dollar entry fee for three races. Um, I I would I would consider participating in something like that. 
Um, but I'm, I'll never pay, uh, I'll never pay a thousand dollars to enter a race. I don't, I don't care if it's a whole week's worth of racing. I'm not going to do it. I'm just not, you know, but that's just me. You know, if, hey. whenever, if I was 10 years younger, I probably would, you know, to, to each his own as well. And that's why this is the going bracket racing community. This is a forum place where your option, excuse me, your opinion is accepted and, and read and thought about and pondered upon and torn apart and, we, we all just try to get a view of what can make it better is what we do here. And we can't do it without you guys. Certainly thank you all for, for chiming in and leaving a, a, all these comments and chats and stuff. So, Casey, man, what we got next? Because, I mean, to tell you, dude, it, it, was, a, it was a pretty full weekend last weekend. Um, when's your next race coming out? I guess let's go there. When, when are you coming back out on the track? I was just talking about that earlier with Champ on the phone. Um, so basically we're planning on going to so vmp has triple threat this week and when vmp has triple threat then that kind of everybody goes to triple threat triple threat's a great deal um unfortunately uh i don't see if anybody's gonna have live coverage of triple threat this year which is unbelievable to me because of all the publicity they got through their points program and how exciting it was last year i don't i don't know if maybe i'm missing it but i don't see it's not on Motor Mania's schedule. So, um, you can see that on their website. I don't think it was televised last year either, was it? Yeah. It was? That's how I knew about a lot of it. I got I th- you. Well, was it? No, I don't yeah, because otherwise, how would I have got... Cause just, I, just I, watching, uh, I thought you were watching um, uh, Barnes and Flow Racing's got it. Okay. 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 I guess I did see that Flow has a new subscription, a monthly subscription deal that they've got going on to where you can just buy one month if you want to watch it, but... You know. I think they need to do it where you can buy one race. Like you, know, you can buy like a ticket, ERA like a, Galar, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like a ticket, exactly. Like a that's, ticket a, that's, a good, that's a really good metaphor. Yeah, maybe I might use that for GBR Media. No, it's not going to happen. We're always going to be free. <laughs> it's not happening, guys. Uh, when GBR begins to stream live drag races, it's going to be exactly how this show is, uh, free. So this is what we're going to do. Uh, I love that about Motormania TV. You can go on their channel. You can watch it. And guys, while I'm on the subject, please make sure when you're on those shows and on those um, those sites that you love that give so much back to the sport of bracket racing, hit that like button, hit that share button. The reason why is because it does help those, those the Motormania TV, Flow Ray, I don't care who it is, it helps them when you hit that like and that share and that comment button, whatever you do. So... Thanks, everybody, for uh, for those likes and comments and things uh, in advance to the people who bring racing to our TVs. That's all I got. Yeah, definitely, man, because you don't really realize what you got till you don't till you don't get to see it, just like we were talking about Triple Threat this weekend, because I'm not going to buy a month's subscription to Flow to, to watch it either. I'll just ask my I'll just ask Brandon. I know Brandon and Cody will be up there, so I'll just ask them what happened. Maybe Brandon will show me the trophy or something. I heard that. <laughs> Maybe one of them wins. It's Megabucks. It's the Mega Bucks one this weekend too, so it's the big seventy-five grander. Oh wow! So they do that once a year. They have uh, can't remember exactly how it works. I think it's ten, twenty, tens, and then they have four rate four weekends total, and they have ten, twenty, tens, and then their Mega Race uh, is obviously this week, and that's a maybe a I don't know if it's a twenty-five, but I know the big race is seventy-five thousand to win. So right, right. Um, yeah, that's. That was another thing I thought was crazy about it potentially not being televised. Um, yeah, Barn, I, I I see what you're saying here. Um, Barn and Danny both said it's on flow. Uh, I, Barn's saying this to, to your comment of your ticket comment of single races. He says he doesn't think they'll ever do that. He keeps telling people it may all go away. I think it will, too, because I, I don't want to watch. Uh, I only want to watch what I want to watch. Like, you know, like I wanted earlier this year, um, I wanted to watch PDRA at Galat because I wanted to see, I knew the top sportsman cars were all going to be there and be fast and everything. I wanted to see a lot of my friends were racing there. I wanted to see that race. I wanted to see PDRA at VMP. But like most of the time, whenever I'm, whenever a race is on and live, I'm racing myself. I, I don't have time to watch it unless I'm actually not racing. That's when I watch. So I don't want to buy a subscription to something because drag racing is the worst because once the race is over, everybody knows who won already. If you didn't see it, it's worse than the Super Bowl, you know? True, true. And you know, Casey, man, we're coming up on that hour. 
And uh, I'm looking at my clock because I know I have a brisket sitting in a cooler that I might have to jump off of here and go carve here in a second uh, so that I can feed my mug. I'm a little hungry as well. I'm pretty <laughs> sure all you are. Uh, but definitely want to give a look into next week. Casey, if we don't have a guest on next Tuesday, man, we might want to double back uh, if I don't lose my train of thought here and talk about um, what we spoke with IHRA about on last episode and if you didn't catch that episode with mel with mel and larry go back and look at it there's a lot of good things coming out of ihra 2024 is set to be very very uh, eventful uh very fun it's going to be a well thought out year for the local racer in my opinion so if you didn't get a chance to watch that i'm giving you a homework assignment <laughs> go back and watch that episode and be ready for next week casey what you got in closing big dog Oh, man, just as always, uh, you know, thanks, everybody, to watch. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button for sure, man, so we know how many people are on this deal. But uh, support the people who help support GBR and keep it free to the viewer and keep it out there every single Tuesday at 5 Eastern, 4 Central Time. TSR Racing Products, BRG 3D Printed Parts, Syntex Printing, Driven Racing Oil. Don't forget to use the code GBR10 when you buy. You get 10% off. Doesn't cost you anything. Helps us out. Proform Parts. Visit ProformParts.com and CrewChiefPro.com. And other than that, George, happy 4th of July. Hope you enjoy that barbecue. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what I mean. Well, if you want to come over, <laughs> you can come on over. You might be here on, Tom. <laughs> See you I next Monday, guys. Thanks for joining us. And uh, be safe out there if you're at a racetrack. Turn on some wind lights for crying out loud. Take it easy.